Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewhale.com and check it out. Welcome back. Joining me is the author, editor, founder of SEO Notebook and SEO consultant, Steve Toth. If you missed the first episode where we talk about categories and stacking your products, go back, listen to that one. And today we're going to be talking about internal linking. So SEO term that I think a lot of us might be familiar with. Steve, do you want to explain what internal linking is and why more e-commerce brands need to be doing it? Sure. Um, so at the very you know, basis of internal linking is um, should be always thought about like how what how do I create the best experience for my website visitors? Right. So if someone ends up on your page, um, how am I showing the right products? Am I showing a guide on how to use this product? Am I giving them more inf- you know, information that's important to them that's going to help them make a decision that's going to help them stay on your site versus going and, and Googling, you know, and going off to another site. So um, internal linking is, um, you know, first and foremost, a way to enrich the experience of your website visitors by offering them, you know, related products or, you know, like how-to guides or, you know, anything else that could be useful to them. Um, the second aspect of internal linking is it's a great way to power up, uh, you know, various portions of your of your website right Mm -hmm. so um let's say for example you have a product page or a category page that has um you know a lot of buzz around it like you know people really this is a very popular category for you that category probably has um you know a bunch of links from very authoritative websites um all, all that sort of authority from those other websites are going to be channeled through the internal links um, on your page, right? So you want to make sure that the products that you're linking to prominently from that page um, are the ones that matter the most to you Mm -hmm. and um, that you don't have, um, let's say, you don't have like really high, like low value, like SEO pages um, on that on that site uh, on that page because um, they're not going to they're, they're still going like the links are basically divided so like if if you have 10 links on your page all that sort of authority is going to be divided in 10 so you just want to make sure that all of those 10 links are sort of valuable for SEO and um, and not really um, ones that aren't um, and then the last part of internal linking that's so important for e-commerce is um, getting you know, every last page, hopefully, well, I mean, it really depends, but getting as many pages as you can indexed in Google. So when Google crawls your site, it encounters new pages through the links that it crawls. Mm -hmm. And if you're linking to, um, you know, new pages, like new categories uh, that we kind of talked about in the last episode, um, those pa- those are only going to be found if they're being linked to, right? So the the more that you in- internally link to, um, you know, new pages, are the better Google is going to be able to crawl your site and 
just like to give that a tangible example, let's say you were like a used car marketplace mm-hmm. and you created pages for used cars under 5,000, 6,000, 7,000, et cetera. Um, you'd want to internally link those from somewhere on your site so that Google can pick those up. Because if they're just, you know, sitting away on an orphan page, Google's not going to to pick up that new category that you just created. Yeah, and I think that that's really important for brands just starting out that, you know, you get a couple pages up, but you don't have anything linking to it and you do create that orphan content. Exactly. So like, you know, Google can't, crawl a page that it can't find. Mm-hmm. So um, just making sure that that you have, um, you know, that all in place and uh, just make it so that whenever you add um, either a new category page, a new um, product that you're making sure that it is linked to from somewhere on the site. And what is, uh, and I know it's just habit to, to do when you hit publish, but where's some of that low hanging fruit for when you do publish a new a new product where you can find something else to to link it from and i'm assuming that sort of the uh, coding and the extensions and apps that will have sort of recommended products does that count as internal linking yeah those are i mean most yeah pretty much all e-commerce setups whether you're on shopify or something else are going to have um automated ways that you that you do this but in the case where you have like um, some categories that you're creating, like, you know, under a certain price range or, you know, gifts under $250, um, those things, you know, you, you might, you might create sort of like, um, I don't know, with custom coding or like it, just depending on what kind of setup you have, um, and making sure that those are linked to from, um, pages that are indexed and crawlable. Yeah. And no, I think that makes a ton of sense out of the box. What are some, um, some more things that maybe Shopify merchants specifically should do as they set up their, their store. And you just, you kind of got me thinking of a, oh, there's so many people who just met talk about URL length and some of the, why Shopify isn't good for SEO. And it feels like most of those myths have been uh, put to rest a little bit, but out of the box, what are some just good settings or just good habits that you see a lot of people over, over, um, Oversee and overlook. overlook. Yeah. I, I knew it yeah. wasn't oversee. It was overlook is the word exact what I was looking for. Thank you, Steve. No problem. Um, yeah. So I think the number one most important thing that anybody, if you're going to pay attention to something on your e-commerce store, pay attention to the title tags that you have, right? Because so those are going to be um, in the title attribute in your in your backend CMS, and what those are going to show up on are the top of your browser. But more importantly, it's going to be the blue link in Google, right? So if that doesn't have your um, product name, if it doesn't have your category, ideally it has some type of call to action that makes you different from the rest of the results on page one. Um, That is the number one place where you can just pour effort into and get the highest return. Um, Like pay, you know, pay attention to all things like second compared to your title tags. Um, I've just, you know, seen cases where, um, like if you actually Google a product and that product is available, um, via several other retailers and everything's just the same and you're ranking like, you know, number five, six, seven, there's no way you're going to get any clicks, right? You've got to work hard to, to, to get a good CTA in there 
and uh, and try to earn those clicks, make yourself different. Um, another thing uh, on top of you know just focusing again on the search engine results page, um, your meta description. Most of the time, that's going to actually um, be overridden by Google, but um, it doesn't hurt to put in a, a decent descriptive meta description. But um, also. If uh, if you can look into something called schema markup um, for products, that way you can list your prices, you can list whether things are in stock, out of stock. Um, all of those things are going to help you get more clicks, even if you're not ranked number one. Yeah, that makes sense. If I see a product that I'm looking to buy and I just see that it's in stock, that gets my attention because it's, I mean, I'm sure we all saw this trying to buy toilet paper and work at equipment. You click on something and you go there or you click an ad and it says we'll deliver in six months. Yeah, so you don't have exactly. it. You don't have the product that came here is what you're telling me. Yeah. People want to do and like, like with anything, but especially like, you know, searching and stuff, they just want to get their tasks done as quickly as possible. So by you telling your users or your potential customers that something is available that they can get that shipped or you know if like that's again like another thing you could put like same day shipping or free shipping or whatever with $100 order or whatever offer you can make um if you can put those things into the search results um you're going to have um a you're going to you're going to get more clicks you're going to get a higher click through rate and you're going to get um more people you know, to your page. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's, it, it is a benefit and it's a differentiator, even by just publicly stating that you have same day shipping. If you're the only person saying it, that's what your customers will be drawn to. Yeah. I, I think that's like, it's almost expected these days, but um, it's not, not always something that companies are, you know, bragging about on the, on the SERP, on the search engine results pages. No, but not having same day shipping is a reason to not buy. Yeah, for sure. So it really just comes down to like, um, not only being, I think, you know, a lot of e-commerce owners get really like particular with the way that their page looks, um, you know, how it loads and how, how the user experiences. And I'm not saying that that's not important because that is hugely important, but it's like, how often do I look at my um, site on how it actually appears in Google, right? Mm -hmm. Cause that, that is the gateway to people discovering you. Yeah. Your site might look great, but if the, if you were to look at a brick and mortar example, you might have the most beautifully merchandised site, but if you're, you can't get people in the front door, it doesn't matter. Exactly. Awesome. Well, Steve, let's wrap it up. I mentioned merchandising. So I'll uh, want to give a quick shout out to the sponsor Shogun Frontend, because if you are looking for a better visual merchandising solution, Headless Commerce is the way to go. And we will see everyone back here for episode three, where Steve and I talk about some of the best practices when it comes to blogging on your Shopify or e-commerce website. All right. Thanks for having me. With 70,000 customers around the world and hundreds of five-star reviews, it's no wonder why so many businesses choose OmniSend for their marketing automation. Here's a review from the Shopify app store that I think said it better than I could of myself. Honestly, I don't think there's anything this app can't do when it comes to email automation marketing. I haven't been with them long, but it seems like whenever I try to do something a little bit more complex, 
Omniscient has the capability to do it. Their support is incredible. Thanks, Kara. I'm so happy that I chose this app over all the others. You won't be disappointed. Head to Omnisend.com and see for yourself why so many brands love Omnisend. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to TripleWhale.com and sign up today.